Hello, beautiful people, my community, astrology lovers and enthusiasts out there just like me. It's Eugenia Crock. I'm here, sat inside a lovely new home after recently unpacking my bags for the first time in a year here back in Colorado. Outside my window, the snow is falling and a gorgeous blizzard, spring blizzard is abound. I mean, there's like nothing quite like a spring blizzard in Colorado. It's just about one of my most favorite experiences. And I'm so, so grateful to be here as Uranus has now moved into Taurus, a nice um, introduction to the shifts on this planet and the shifts in life. And I am here for a podcast episode to fill you all in. I have been distant for a long, long time, and I'm going to explain why through an astrological lesson. So stay tuned if you want to hear all about that. And how are all of you during this big shift? So much has changed. The big, big changes have occurred you know, for most of this year. We're going to have some big stuff, stuff happen next winter, of course, but the big shifts have occurred for 2019. And you know, we are in the adjustment process into those new shifts. And you know, I talked a lot about March of 2019 with the individuals who I look at their monthly astrology. And I couldn't help but notice the 5th and 6th of March were just so historical, so amazing. We had the Mercury retrograde station at 29 degrees of Pisces, the last breath of the zodiac. We also had Uranus move into Taurus and a new moon in Pisces all within 24 hours, which is just mind-blowing. And that shift, that, that, that change, that energy is still with us. Uh, we've got a lot going on in Pisces as I record this podcast, which I should mention is on March 13th of 2019. And I want to talk a little bit about all of that and, again, a little lesson. So let's start with where I've been, what's going on, and why I have been so absent from your ears, <laughs> um, in your hearts and your souls, possibly. So my good colleague, Chris Brennan, who is just one of my most favorite people, really, uh, he is a phenomenal astrologer located also in Colorado. And I met Chris, we're, I saw him uh, just a few days ago on Saturday at the Denver Astrology Meetup Group where we talked about Uranus moving through Taurus through the houses. And if you want to listen to that, you can actually listen to that on the Astrology Podcast and you can watch it as well. Uh, but we were talking afterwards and we we're talking about how long we've known each other. And I think it's about four years I met Chris and he's been such an inspiring person in my life and really encouraging of me and my work and my path. And he's taught me a lot about astrology. And for those of you listening to this podcast, if you haven't listened to his, uh, the astrology podcast, be sure to do that because he is a wealth of knowledge and one of the most important astrologers amongst us right now because of the work he's doing to dig back into history and give us some roots into this, this field. And one of the many things that Chris brought to my attention and to my consciousness and many of yours is the idea of annual perfections. 
So the idea of annual perfections is a technique that was created many moons ago in ancient uh, Western astrology and the development of ancient Western astrology. And it essentially talks about each year of your life representing a certain house. Now we use whole sign. I use whole sign house system. I know Chris does as well. I'm not sure what you use, but if your rising sign is say in Gemini like mine, my first house will always be Gemini first house, second will always be Cancer second house, and so on. And this is for you to kind of investigate for yourself to see if this resonates for you. But the idea is that each year of your life is represented by a house and the sign in it. So the first house is your first year. Your second house starts on your first birthday third house on your second, fourth house on your third, and so on. So if you are 11 years old, your 11th year is ruled by the 12th house and whatever sign is ruling that and planet that rules that sign. You move into age 12, that will ignite your first house, age 13, your second house. Go all the way around the wheel again, your first house will be age 24 second house 25, third house 26, and so on. And so I am 36 as of February 18th of 2019, placing myself in the first house perfected year. For the age of 35, however, I was in a 12th house perfected year. And I'm explaining this to you all because I want you to uh, you know, see if this resonates for you, see if this makes sense for you, and to kind of get an idea of if each of your birthdays or years shifts and feels different according to this philosophy. And for me, I was in a 12th house perfected year for my, my last year, for the last year of my life, age 35. And the 12th house is, of course, the house of undoing. It is the house of secrets. It's the house of isolation. It's the house of spirituality, I would say, as well. And it's an unconscious house. We think about the water houses as relatively unconscious from the 4th to the 8th to the 12th because they're ruled by water. Water is a very unconscious thing. You know, if we're floating on top of the ocean, we have a very unconscious understanding of what's below us. In fact, we really don't know everything that there is to know about the ocean. I was talking to somebody recently who said something about us knowing more about outer space than we know about the ocean. And it's the same thing with rivers or ponds. <laughs> you know, if you've ever swam in a pond, it's a little scary because you don't know what's underneath. And that is the idea of the water signs. That's also the idea of the water houses. And the 12th house is, you know, a Neptunian type house. And Neptune is Poseidon, the god of the ocean. And the god of the ocean and Poseidon um, is representing that ocean experience of floating on the ocean, not knowing what is below you and really not knowing what is above you. And there's something quite scary about it in a way. There's something quite spiritual about it in another way. And regardless, it's a very isolated experience. The 12th house is an isolated experience. So if we have a lot in the 12th house, perhaps we enjoy isolation. If we're having transits to our 12th house, perhaps we're feeling um, a moment in our life where we're isolated. For me, I have Taurus ruling my 12th house, meaning the sign of Taurus is in my 12th house. 
And that is ruled by Venus and my Venus is found in Pisces and Pisces is the 12th house in Neptune. And so I, for the last year have really needed and not only needed, but the world has quite literally forced me into a kind of isolation. And one of the things about astrology is we get to learn about our chart and thereby work with it. That is, I think, the ultimate goal. There's a lot of debates about free will and, you know, you know, what happens in our life? Do we have any control over it? And I'm not really sure we do. I, I come to find more and more with my own life and the life of clients that astrology is objective. Astrology doesn't care what you want. You know, if you're born in the season of Leo, uh, but you want to be a Capricorn, it, it doesn't matter. Your birthday will always forever be in the, the summer and you cannot change that. Even if you celebrate your birth in a different month, you will always know that your birth started in the summer and your, your, your clock, your body clock will also know that um, because your, your neurology woke up in the summer and you, you resonate that, that energy as the beginning of life. Uh, whereas someone like me, uh, for example, I was born in winter. I will always be a winter baby. That is exactly where I came into the world from that point is through actually a blizzard here in Colorado, hilariously enough. And, uh, and I am going through a rebirth birthing. So this is beautiful that I'm bringing out this podcast with this new energy in a blizzard, like I originally came onto this planet through. Anyway, so because I was in a 12th house perfected year for my 35th year, and it was particularly Piscean, it was particularly Neptunian, I tried and tried and tried to be out there in the world and to be connecting with all of you and to be touching the lives of, of all of you through the podcast and all of the other things I do. But astrology is objective. It was refusing my opportunity to do that. And it more and more pushed me into isolation. By the time winter hit of this past year, I couldn't I couldn't participate. I had to stop and completely move inward and hide. I went into hiding. Uh, the only people I spoke with were my partner and my family. Uh, couldn't speak to friends, couldn't speak to strangers in a lot of respects. And I just finally surrendered to my chart against uh, all of the eager desire to produce and the logical mind of wanting to be in a certain situation that astrologically, I just simply couldn't be in. And one of the most phenomenal things happened for me, and this is why I think these annual perfections are so, so, so real. And this is when astrology, you have to test it for yourself. But I went to bed on my 31st birthday on February 18th, and I woke up on February 19th feeling completely different. I mean, absolutely 100% completely different. And I moved at that point into my first house, perfected year, which is ruled by the sign of Gemini, the communicator. Mercury is found in my ninth house in Aquarius, the astrology teacher, really. And all of a sudden, I just was ready to connect with the world again. I um, left my hibernation. I found a, a new home in Colorado um, to, to plant myself. And immediately, everybody in my world started to connect 
reconnect with me. I started to reconnect with them and new life has come to me and I am finally feeling energy and I'm finally feeling the excitement of the future and lots of new plans are happening in the background. And I'm going to be so excited to roll out all of this newness <laughs> um, that will be unfolding this year in two, in, for my 36th year in 2019 and 20. And I you know, can't wait to share that all with you. But I wanted to share this with you because I think that some of you will really get this. There is that constant conflict in life between what we think should be happening and what we think we want or we think is supposed to be versus what is really organically happening, what is authentically emotionally happening inside of us. And emotionally inside of me the last year, I just kept getting pushed into isolation. I got pushed into further and further away from connecting with people to the degree that I was at one point living in Egypt. And that's a not knowing anybody there and not having the same kind of connection that I might um, in the Western countries was a, was an isolated experience, right? I felt a little isolated in that and feeling culturally isolated and things of that nature. And I couldn't change that. I wanted to be producing a lot at that point. I wanted to be putting myself in the world, but the world, the gods above would not let me, the gods and goddesses above, I should say, would not let me. And so now that it's shifted, it's like everything is unfolding for me to, to talk and to connect and, and to be in the world again. And perhaps you've had this experience as well and really go back and think about what, what year that would be. You know, I, I don't um, know exactly where you can get this chart. I got it from Chris. Maybe if you um, look at his website, he might have this up. I'll ask him if I can share it through my social media, maybe on the Instagram account, if I can share this. Um, and I probably will. And if you are not following on, me on Instagram, be sure to. Um, the handle right now is Bridging Realities, but drum roll, please. Do -do 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 one of the many changes of this new year, this new energy is going to be a new name for the podcast. And I have been using accessibleastrology.com for many years because I have a very um, deep desire to make astrology accessible for just about anybody because I think it can get really heady. I think it can get really complicated. But what do we do to really actually use astrology in a healthy way to understand it in a very practical embodied way this has always been my goal with clients and and with the podcast and so soon the podcast name will be changing as well it will no longer be bridging realities as that was the name i started with my co-host many years ago in 2016 when we first started the podcast i think it was 2016 might have been 2017 no, it was 16. Uh, when we originally started the podcast, it was Bridging Realities. And, you know, it was a whole theme that Danielle Polgar and myself were creating at that time. But now that it's a first house year and now that it's a new new path for me, I really want to, to, to embrace and embody what I have been inspired to do. And that is creating um, astrology that is accessible. So the podcast name will be changing soon to Accessible Astrology. So be sure to look for that on um, anything that you listen to the podcast on, whether it's iTunes or Google Play or whatever that might be. So stay tuned for that. 
Yeah, see, it's amazing. I'm in my first house perfecter year, Gemini rising, Mercury, and I have so much to say. You know, I have so much I want to express and so much I want to say. However, there is an interesting thing happening right now in March, at the very end of the zodiacal year, as the beginning of the zodiacal year will begin on March 20th, the vernal equinox of 2019. And that's a great time to set intentions, by the way. Um, springtime makes more sense. Um, there's this crazy Mercury retrograde happening in Pisces. And one of the things that I've really recognized with myself and then people around me is that Mercury, like I said, stationed in stationed retrograde at 29 degrees of Pisces. And you have to think of 29 degrees of Pisces as the very last breath of the Zodiac. The Zodiac starts in Aries and it ends in Pisces at 29 degrees. And what that means to me and I hope for a lot of us, is that right now, if we need to just stop and take a breath and kind of reevaluate the full picture, this is a great time to do that. To really, to think about what we want our last breath to feel like and look like. Of course, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know when we will take our last breath, which is amazing. Um, even though contrary to um, some clients who have come to see me who apparently some astrologers have predicted their death and things like that, which I think is absolutely um, unethical and, and um, a vile thing to, to practice. Uh, but we, we, we really don't know. There's no way. Uh, but we know we will die and we know that we will take a last breath. And I've watched a lot of people in that process. And it is a beautiful experience to take the last breath. And where do we want to be in our hearts and souls at that moment? One of the things I think about a lot myself is what would I want left on my headstone when I pass? It's something I've talked to my family members about and my loved ones uh, because I will die one day. And that, that last piece, you know, what's written on our headstone, what's written in our obituary, what's written as a memorandum on some homage to us through... Um, maybe um, some song or something like that. It's, it, it's, it basically summarizes the essence of our life. And right now, that's what we get to feel into. What is the essence? Like, what is it that really feels resonant to us? And to allow that stillness to actually feel into that is a really awesome way to work with this energy in the sky right now. And to not push is too hard. Just really stop and and redo. And maybe life is forcing us to. You know, I know for me, there's a lot of things I'm having that are forcing me to reevaluate how I'm doing home and family and relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So really allowing that to happen is the best way to work with this energy. And because there's so much going on this year, 2019 into 2020. And I mean, this is the year, this zodiacal year from Aries to Pisces, um, from March, 2019 to March, 2020, because there's so much going on this year. And I had such an incredible experience um, uh, doing readings for people for the new um, Roman calendar year. So on January 1st, I'm offering an opportunity right now 
for a pretty discounted reading to meet with you all, a limited amount of you. Um, it's a limited offer for a limited amount of people and for a limited time. So it has to be booked before the vernal equinox on March 20th of this year, so next week. Um, I'm going to look at your charts with you and, and give you some of my wisdom, my guidance of how to work with these transits in your chart. Everyone has Uranus and Taurus now. How do we work with that new energy? Perhaps Uranus is in a particular house and you want to know what that feels like. Perhaps he's going to hit a particular planet and how do we work with that? And giving you real life strategies um, that I use as a psychotherapist, but also that I've learned with working with thousands of clients in the last decade, giving us actually tools to work with it so that we don't live in fear of our transits. We don't live in outside of our chart. We live inside of it and with it. For example, perhaps you are also in a 12th house perfected year and you're feeling like you want to go inward right now and isolate a little. Let's talk about how to work with that. Um, that is the key with astrology is not to let it rule us or for us to think that we rule it, but is to work with it. You know, if you're born in February, you're born in February, you're born in February, how do you work with that? If you're born in the summer, you know, et cetera. How do we work with the objectivity of nature? You know, winter, you know, there's a blizzard outside. How do I objectively work, subjectively work with that objective, <laughs> you know, blizzard that's happening right now? This is it. It's co-creating with nature. And, um, and that is something I want to help guide you all with. So be sure to go to accessibleastrology.com and book now. And then you can go down to the special readings. And it is uh, the Begin Again special. Uh, because I am beginning again. And sometimes in life, we have to step back and isolate and um, remove ourselves so that we can once again step forward and begin again. So I hope you are all enjoying this moment in history, this moment in time, and reflecting deeply on the essence of your life. And I hope I will be able to guide many of you along the way. In terms of the podcast, I will continue to be doing podcasts after deep reflection and thought. Uh, and there are some really, really big changes happening to the podcast and some new excitement coming to the podcast. And be sure to tune into that. You can follow me everywhere soon at Accessible Astrology, the podcast, Instagram, Facebook, so on and so forth. And be sure to follow along. You can sign up for the newsletter at AccessibleAstrology.com to follow along as I un unveil <laughs> and roll out these very, very new changes with the podcast. And uh, I can't wait to share it with all of you and this new life, this new energy that I have that I've been waiting for for a year to come into my bones. And here it is. And I can't wait to to share it with all of you. Thank you all again for all of your support, all of your love, and perhaps right now, step back so that in the spring, in the new year, you can step forward and begin again.